0: This is The Public Speaker, quick and dirty tips for improving your communication skills with your host, Lisa B. Marshall. Recently, my mother-in-law and I needed to pick up my children from school. As we headed towards the school, I noticed another woman walking in, and I recognized her, and I clearly remembered attending a committee meeting with her, and I even remembered our conversation the first day I met her a few years back. And unfortunately, in my mind, she was Eva's mom, and I just couldn't remember her name. I felt horrible. Well, we all arrived at the office, and I sincerely asked, hey, how you doing? And she excitedly told us about an upcoming trip to Disney, and I wanted to introduce her to my mother-in-law, and I thought to myself, the next time she pauses, I'll just have to confess that I don't remember her name. Well, lucky for me that time, just at that moment, she saved me by introducing herself to my mother-in-law. Still, I was embarrassed, and I apologize for not introducing her immediately. This episode is brought to you by SkillFeed.com. It's a new website brought to you from the creators of Shutterstock.com, and it's where you can learn and improve your creative and technical skills through their 700 over 700 curated video courses covering design, photography, web development, video editing, and more. You can schedule the courses at any time, which means you can learn at your own pace. You can learn at night, during your lunch break, or even at the office. And they've created Skill Snacks, which are a series of bite-sized courses from 5 to 15 minutes long. You can learn a variety of courses. One that I looked at was called Video Editing 101, which looks like it's an over-three-hour lesson in how to use compelling video in your presentations. Or you can also use it to just capture your own speeches. SkillFeed takes the same approach as Shutterstock. They carefully curate their instructors. And, of course, they also have courses for all skill levels. The courses are broken down into segments, and they include project files, notes, and exercises that you can download and reference later or reference during the actual tutorial. For less than you spend on a single textbook, you can learn hundreds of skills and a variety of software. SkillFeed subscriptions are $19 a month, and that gives you, again, access to over 700 video courses. Right now, for public speaker listeners, you can get a 30-day extended free trial at SkillFeed.com. And that's a very interesting offer because that's more than their regular free trial. So it's a 30-day extended free trial. You just need to go to skillfeed.com forward slash publicspeaker twelve. That's skillfeed.com forward slash publicspeaker twelve for the 30-day extended free trial. Thanks, Skillfeed. Unfortunately, I think that my story isn't uncommon. Many people struggle with introductions and with remembering names. So today in part one of this two-part series, I'll talk about making proper introductions. And then in part two, I'll talk about how to remember names of the people that you meet. So, okay, so let's get started with the rules of introduction. The first one is, and probably the most important one, always make introductions. Always. Because even if you're embarrassed or even if you're not quite sure what to say, and even if you think you've introduced these two people before, just go ahead and make the introduction. Introductions are a sign of respect. No one feels left out, and introductions help everyone connect and feel comfortable. I find that many people don't introduce someone because they can't remember their name. However, if you can't remember the person's name, you can still say something like, this is embarrassing, I know your name, but right this second I'm blanking out. Or, I know you're Eva's mom, and I'm so sorry, would you remind me your first name again? Don't assume that two people know each other unless you're sure of it. My friend Sue's introduced me to her mother-in-law at least five times, (laughs) and that's okay because I'd much rather be introduced too often than not at all. And if you think two people have probably met, you can just start with something informal like, do you two know each other? And that, of course, will open the door to either an introduction or for the two to acknowledge each other and to start talking. Finally, if you're in a situation and you sense the other person is struggling to remember your name, just go ahead and introduce yourself and spare them that discomfort. Again, the goal is to make connections and to make people feel comfortable, and that should always be the first priority. Allow me to review the rules of introduction etiquette. And I admit, I am not an etiquette expert. We've got Modern Matters guy Richie Freeman for that. In fact, he's a really interesting guy. I just interviewed him for my Smart Talk podcast, and I'd like you to check that interview out because it was really, really interesting guy. Anyway, when it comes to introductions, etiquette calls for younger people to be introduced to older people, children to be introduced to adults, women to be introduced to men. That's in social situations. And then in professional settings, the lower-ranked person is introduced to a person of higher rank, or clients are introduced to internal employees. I know it can be a bit complicated to try to follow all those rules, but Emily Post has a really simple rule that helps It's always start with the person you're honoring. So for example, you could say, Grandma Vincenda, I'd like you to meet my college friend Larissa. Or Armando, this is Tian Hi, She's the project manager in the Software Quality Assurance. And Tian, this is Armando Velasquez, our chief operating officer. Finally, one more, George, have you met my client, Nancy Brown? Nancy's been the CEO of SciTech Company for the past five years. Nancy, this is George Harvington, who recently was promoted to the development manager for our XYZ product. Rule number three, make sure your introduction is heard. So you need to speak clearly, you need to speak slowly. An introduction is useless if the people being introduced can't hear you or they don't understand your words. If you're in a noisy room, raise your voice to make sure that you're heard and make sure that you have both people's attention before you start. Emphasize the names by saying them more slowly and clearly and then repeat them if needed. Make sure you make eye contact with each person. So when you say, Janice, I'd like you to meet my mentor, Laureen Remington, you look at Janice. And then switch to look at Lauren, you say, Lauren, this is my business partner, Janice Bloom. Rule number four, make sure you use titles and last names in the right situations. If you noticed in the last example, I use last names as well as first names. And it's good to use titles in more formal situations or when there's a significant age difference. For example, when I introduce my daughter to an adult, I always refer to the adult as Mr., Mrs., or Miss and then they can correct me if they want my child to refer to them less formally. However, my example was a professional situation, so why did I include the last names? Mostly because social media is so prevalent. I may have never met you in person, but I might have seen your comments on a blog. If we're introduced to a person by their first name only, I won't make the connection. But if I hear your first and last name, I can say, oh, yes, I've enjoyed your blog posts. I feel like I already know you. Or I think our mutual friend Eric introduced us on LinkedIn. Finally, if a person has a well-known social media moniker, you may want to include that as well. For example, Connie, I'd like you to meet Mignon Fogarty. You may know her as Grammar Girl. Rule number five, share relevant information. Why do I say that? Because when you introduce two people, you need to have a little information about each one because the goal is to create rapport between these two people. So don't just stop with their names, but at the same token, don't elaborate too much either. Your goal is to provide a tidbit of information to help launch their conversation. If you elaborate too much, you're making yourself an important part of the conversation and you'll miss your goal of connection. But if you don't provide any information that connects the two people, then they may end up standing there in awkward silence, which again, misses the point of making everyone comfortable and connected. I think it's best to share how you know each of the people or why you're introducing them or some other area of common ground. For example... Syria, this is my neighbor, Alex. Alex Rogers is a writer I was telling you about that I wanted you to meet. And Syria Tillman, she writes for the local entertainment magazine. If you're in a business setting, always include job responsibilities, not just the title. Mention some projects or some recent achievements. So I hope that these tips make you feel more prepared to make introductions. And once you make it a habit to always introduce people, it gets a lot easier. The hard part is in part two, which is tackling the challenge of remembering names. If you're one of those people who forgets a person's name just seconds after you've met them, you don't want to miss this. This is Lisa B. Marshall, helping you maximize sales, manage perceptions, and enhance leadership through keynotes, workshops, books, and online courses. Passionate about communication, your success is my business. I mentioned the new podcast, Smart Talk, inspiring conversations with exceptional people. The first podcast, Ben Franklin, who knew? Check it out at smarttalksuccess.com. And I'd like to encourage you to check out our sponsor, skillfeed.com. The holidays is a perfect time to brush up on your training. And this new website is where you can learn and improve your creative and technical skills. With over 700 curated video courses in the areas of presentation, design, photography, and video editing, you can get a 30-day extended trial that's just for public speaker listeners. It's a 30-day extended trial by visiting skillfeed.com forward slash public speaker 12. That's skillfeed.com forward slash public speaker 12.